Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's that time again. Well, technically not that that time again. It'll be the first time. Welcome all my lovely ladies and gentlemen to the very first episode of How Can I Explain? Where it's in the title, How Can I Explain? Uh, the concept, you know, I'm your host with the most, Mr. Lame Gamer himself, Mr. Damn underscore I'm underscore Lame, woo, however you want to take it, doesn't really matter. I'm your host. I'm going to always be your host. Ain't going nowhere. Point blank, period. Now, the concept of how can I explain is I ask questions. Well, more or less, I answer questions. Y'all ask the questions. Uh, I reach out be any type of social media and I will see what questions y'all want to ask. I don't care what the question is. It can be, is your baby mama wrong? It could be, will the world end tomorrow? It could be, do you want cookies or do you want ice cream? I don't care. I'm going to answer that question to the best of my possible ability. Now, with that being said, some episodes may contain more than one question. Some episodes may contain multiple, but at the end of the day, I'm going to answer these questions. We're going to have fun with this and we're going to keep it going. And on occasion, I may bring a few friends on, family on, even some special guests, people that you would probably want to hear from, depending on what kind of question it is. If it's a business question, I got some business friends that'll answer those questions. If it's a life question, hey, got those kind of friends too. So without further ado, welcome to how can I explain oh welcome back welcome back we are back god damn it we are back but welcome to another episode of how can I explain where you ask me the question and I explain the answer it's just that goddamn simple I'm your host with the most Mr. Wu himself um not joined with anybody today I know last week I brought my homeboy to kind of do an end of year special for him and I brought one of uh one of the uh, uh hosts from a uh, Lame Gamers podcast to come over, Mr. Austin himself, to come enjoy finishing up the year. So today, I can legitly say one question is me just answering his question because he legitly asked the question. At first, I thought he was joking, but he was serious. He was trying to figure out about uh, landscaping and shit like that. And then, of course, I have another good question from my boy, my boy Todd. That boy had a really, really good question. I think that should be you know, something that's deserved to be answered and stuff like that. Um, but besides that, further ado, like I say always, every time I introduce this, follow me on all platforms. Get ready to follow the Lame Gamers podcast because we are definitely coming back strong. We also have another sports podcast that is getting ready to uh, get started with a, a buddy of mine who is very passionate about every sport. It's not one fucking sport this man does not know. I guarantee you it'll be very enjoyable to hear his fucking his fucking takes because the takes that he has are very different, but they're honest takes. And I think that'll be something that, you know, all my sports people would love the most. Um, So, shit, let's get into it. You know, first question, my boy asks, how do you necessarily take care of your yard? What are you supposed to do to take care of your yard? And yes, this is one of the legit questions that he asked. And... I'm going to be honest with you. I'm still learning myself. There's a lot of things that I'm still learning, but it's it it can go a little bit of both ways. So when it comes to taking care of your yard, your front yard, your backyard, anything of that magnitude, 
it's like a, a it's like a wary first off this shit ain't fast it ain't happening over a fucking a fucking few months it's not happening over a year you sometimes you can't get your yard down packed until two years from now it it, it can be that way it, that's how it can be fucking as a quick turnaround to getting rid of one little small insect problem to a, a large turnaround so what i did is one i youtube a lot of shit like a lot of shit i youtubed i read a bunch of shit to kind of figure out one how are you supposed to take care of your yard are you just supposed to cut this shit low are you supposed to do this are you supposed to do that so a little sneak peek that i first had to learn was when taking care of your grass you got to figure out what kind of grass you got like i was like huh there's a type of grass i like that's but as you can see that's how naive i was to learning about landscaping and taking care of your grass shit you have to learn what kind of grass you have you have to learn what kind of seasons you have to deal with we are in texas it's humid it, it rains a lot you gotta know when to water your grass you gotta know when to seed your grass i have a neighbor whose fucking yard is fucking immaculate front and back fucking immaculate yard is fucking green and i talked to him one day and was asking him hey man like look i'm trying to figure out like what what's what kind of cycle you going to and he straight up, he was like, dude, I, I, I fucking, honestly, I just make sure I seed it at least twice a year, being without weather. He was like, sometimes you might have to do it three times because of the shit that you end up running into. He was like, sometimes you can have a great year where it rains like every fucking, you know, two seconds or some shit of that magnitude. It, it is just like a, 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 you know, a take to it. Like, I got to take care of this grass. This is what I have to do. Another thing is, so a lot of a secret that i learned and i learned this from when i got a we got a water softener installed in our house and for people who don't know is like in in texas and houston and roads sugarland all of the surrounding areas we have really really bad water like water settlement which is basically like old mineral like a mineral buildup in pipes and shit like that, and which that ends up going into your homes, your houses, and sometimes it can like dry your skin out, all types of shit. So they've been investing into like getting water softeners installed into people's homes because it makes a whole lot, like it does a lot. It does a lot of good for your house and like your pipes last for a long time, less all types of shit, like water heaters, all of that. You don't want that shit to break and have to pay for it. Well, a water softener is what you want to do. So one of the guys from the water softener was telling me that hey, if I tap into this specific line, basically, if he taps into this specific line of the house, he, like, all the water that will be running in the house from your front yard to your backyard will be, like, clean water. It's more mineral-based. It's less minerals in it. And so he suggested personally that we only run it through the house towards the backyard. He was like, granted, the backyard is going to have a little tough time growing, and which it does. So it does, while the front yard doesn't. So if I water, like I, I can water the front yard, front yard has no problems growing because it still has those minerals coming from like the city, old city pipes and shit. While my backyard struggles to just fight off anything because it has a little bit of less minerals. Now, there is a method behind that. Behind that, there is a method in which I figured that out. I'm slowly but surely learning. So one, the first method is, Cut your grass. Try to cut your grass as often as you, as often as like 
a week or two, like every two weeks, depending on how you feel. Try to do it every two weeks, every week. And it mainly depends on how high you want to keep your grass. Like I, I typically kept my grass pretty high, but now I'm going to start cutting it lower just so I can get down to the bottom part of like some of these underground like insect pounds and mounds and shit. So you want to cut your grass, you want to seed it, you want to water it, and you want to do minerals. Now, and when I say minerals, there is like a seed, there is a seed like that's like a food seed. It'll help you, it'll help you like put extra minerals that the fucking grass may be missing and all of that shit into the ground. And don't get me wrong, these bags ain't cheap. Like them little seed bags, people be like, oh, you just seeding your grass. I'm going to be honest with you, that shit ain't cheap. Mulch ain't cheap for them fucking for the front. None of that. That shit ain't cheap. So you literally have to take your time out to seed your grass, water it during hot during hot periods. Try to do a little extra watering. I know people, like some people don't want to water their shit. Invest in getting a sprinkler system installed. Like, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad investment. That shit will run. It'll fucking run under, under the ground. Hit, like, two, maybe, like, six, seven main spots that you needed to hit. And it you set it on how you want to set it. You want it to do once a week at, at a low temp, all that. Another thing is you got to try to not water. You got to try to water your grass in the morning time rather than in the evening time or in the evening time. It's like when the sun is at its peak, you don't want to do that. It'll burn your grass type deal. That's from what I was told. You It'll burn your grass. So you run into all, you do this, you mow your grass, you do that. And then that's just the grass part of it, though. Like taking care of your grass, getting into a rotation of doing what you have to do to take care of it over and over again is where you end up winning in a long run with your grass but <clears throat> but that goddamn omarion i'm just joking i don't got that shit but you end up running into another issue which is one of the issues i'm still dealing with is you basically end up having to learn how to landscaping when it comes to like plants and like trees and things like that so a lot of the newer homes that people can buy or you want to buy, dog, they got HOAs. HOAs want the front of your house to be like green. They want your house to be a certain thing. They want, they want you to have shrubbery here, have a tree up on this side, all of this shit. First off, let's, first off, you don't have to do all that shit. I found it out. One of my neighbors told me, hey, look, you can tell HOA to kiss ass. You do that shit on your own time. They can't rush you to do any of that shit. You, you make it how you want to make it, and it makes it easier. Then... He goes and tells me, like, he, that's kind of, like, I, I, I took time out, spoke to all my neighbors, because a lot of my neighbors have nice front yards. And, like, when I say nice, like, grass-wise, mine's is fine. When it comes down to, like, I want to have some extra bushes over here or this and that, they give me, I, I ask, because these people actually work on their yards. I ask people to actually work on theirs. The people that don't, I'd be like, I, I ain't asking you shit because you don't know. But the people that do, I take the time out and talk to them, and they ask. So, like, picking bushes picking shrubs and stuff like that like you have to one learn how to pick the bush that you want and you have to take the time out to see uh, to say okay cool if this is the bush that i want right then we can just say that like say this is the bush that you want is it gonna survive in texas weather that's one like is it gonna survive in texas weather because our weather is fucking crazy so, 
one minute you can have great fucking weather that'll have this plant growing, and the next minute you can have horrible fucking weather. This plant is going to die. So a lot of the times in the front part of your homes, you'll see uh, plants and bushes that will survive a lot during during like cold, like real harsh cold periods and real like bad humid periods. That's the reason for like for that. They want to you know try to keep that type of stuff you know in front of the homes because they're easy to take care of, easy to keep growing and stuff like that. And trust me, it's very hard to kill some of those plants. Like it's really hard to kill some of those plants. So that's another thing you want to look at. You want to look at your so. That we're gonna make a list together. So first things first, we're gonna fo- you focus on the grass. That's your first part. Cause your shrubs, you you're gonna end up either pulling them bitches out the ground, or you're gonna end up trying to salvage what you can and come up with ideas. So the first things first is your grass. We're gonna focus on the grass first. Get you a lawnmower, get you somebody that's gonna cut your grass, anything of that magnitude. Just however you which route you want to do it. You 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 set that route yourself. You get that done. Then try to make a plan for the periods between like springtime when we start getting into springtime. You want to probably sometime around there, and when we get closer and closer, like fall, winter time ish. Before then, you want to try to reseed your grass and stuff like that so it can survive through the winter type deal. You want to do that. You want to if you are gonna go the route of of cutting your grass, I'm letting you know right now. Gas is definitely better than electric. Only reason why is because sometimes them batteries go out. Not both of them cut well. Both cut amazing. That's not the part that's bad. The part that can get really, really frustrating is the fact of the matter that when, like you, you if you got a big yard and you cutting your grass, that that elect that electric might not make it. The electric might not make it. I'm letting you know that now. You might have to stop that a few times. You might not want to do that. You might want to just run through it. So gas can work, but don't get it twisted. They got gas ones that self-propel. So you can be cutting the grass and it's doing majority of the work for you. You're not really taking, you know, that much of a of a of a of work to do it. So you get all your materials, you get the things you need. Once you get all this stuff and you know how you want to cut grass, or you're gonna pay somebody to cut the grass. And you got all, all your methods, you get that down. Now, your grass is just you simply making sure you water when you can. Don't water it when it's cold or when it's raining because it's no fucking point. Don't do that. You don't want to super, you, like if it's freezing outside, you don't want to water your grass. It's just going to make it worse. Wait. Wait on it. Your grass during the during the, during the the winter times is going to do what it do on its own. It's it's It does that. We It's cold. Shit. You know what I'm saying? It's cold. They got to fit in the grass like, I got this, bro. Don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? I got it. It's all on me, cuz I got it. That's how that is when it comes to the to the grass part. Now, when you get to the shrubs and all of this shit, first things first. Look, I, I'm still doing it. Look up different designs that you want. Look up what you're looking for in the front. Look up what kind of color you're going for. All of that. Take the time out. Look it up. Be like, man, you know, I'm, I'm, I may want some blue. All right, cool. Once you figure out you want some blue, you want some red, you want some roses here, you want this to happen. However you say you want to fucking do the front of your yard, you plan that out. You get an idea, and then you start doing research on plants and all all these different shrubs that will do the job to – that. If you're if you plan on super taking care of your grass and, like, being there 24-7 like it's your baby – 
Like literally, like if the grass is your baby, like it's your child, and doing everything you can to keep it alive, you can be a little aggressive with the plants. You can say, oh, "Okay, look, I can have this plant, even though it it's a little it, it it's hard to keep alive during these certain periods and stuff like that." Because you're gonna take care of that. But if you are not, and you're just looking for something, I would say go real less aggressive. Look for something that takes the least amount of maintenance that'll survive in in all in all types of conditions. And you pick that one and you say, all right, cool. That's what I'm going with. And when you when you have that down and you be like, then you can kind of start plotting. All right, cool. What do I need to do? Do I have weeds under my, uh, uh, you know, on that? Do I need to till the grass, flip, you know, flip it over, flip the dirt over and all of this? You got to buy mulch. How are you planning on decorating the front of your, uh, you know, the front of your, your bush? Do you want to put bricks down? What color bricks you want to do? So you just make all these different plans and you just got to go step by step by step that is literally the best way for you to do it because this process is not short it's it's a time-consuming process it's something that you have to take your time with you're got some days you're gonna forget some days you're gonna fuck up it you're not gonna be perfect you're never gonna be perfect on shit at all so that is what i would suggest when it comes to taking care of your yard that's what you want to do that's that's the best option i got for you even if you're taking care of plants in your house do everything that I'm saying. Do your research on the plant. Try to figure it out. Figure out what you want to do. Do that. That's what you do. You want to research everything you can because some plants are not in. They shouldn't be inside. They don't like being inside. They're not inside plants. Some some are. Some rather be inside. Some don't need that much sunlight. Some do. That's how crazy it is. That's how it is taking care of fucking plants. It gets just like that. You In your mind, you're like, oh, shit, I, I didn't think I needed it. You do. Then your plants start wilting and shit, and you get upset. You're like, God damn, my plant wilting. I don't know what to do. But that's simple. Simple. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not a hard process. Simple process that uh that uh that should help everybody out, you know. That should help my homeboy out with that crazy ass goddamn question. Um now, uh my other homeboy asked another good question, which I had to really sit down and think about. Like like really think about so my boy Todd asked the question and he did it on Facebook. So I asked he asked uh why do suburban black kids always wanna be from the hood? And I literally had to sit there and think about that. I was like, damn, that's a good ass fucking question. That is a significantly good question. And it's a question that I'm going to answer because it, it hits home. It hits home. So, I don't, to be honest, most, most, my assumption is that suburban black kids want to, I, I think they want the, the, what they would call the black experience. You know what I'm saying? The black experience, the, the, the experience to say, oh, okay, well, I, I've, I've, uh, I was, I'm from the hood or, or some shit of that magnitude. Fam, No. This is not what you want to do, dog. Like this is there's no way in possible hell that you really think this is the cool thing. And it, and it's not just black kids either cuz it's suburban, it's fucking suburban white kids as well. It's a few kids that all like they want to get into that concept like, "Oh, I'm a gangster, I get to be from the hood, this and that." Shit, the other day, I'm on this TikTok app. I'm gonna say like old people the TikToks. I'm on TikTok scrolling down. I'm looking at all these videos. I'm taking my time and I'm laughing. I'm laughing. I'm laughing. I scroll across the live 
you know, you know how whoever on TikTok, you know how they kind of give you the preview of like, okay, cool, this is the preview live. And I see this this white kid got he already got like tattoos on his neck and shit like that. And, and he and he like, man, people be playing with me. I'm really from that. I'm really from that life. And I'm sitting there like, huh? So I go, I'm like, you know, I took my time out because I'm like, this is fucking funny. So I go do my research and this kid is nowhere near from the hood. He ain't never been to the hood. He's never done any of this this shit that he says that he wants to do. And I'm like, why the hell does this kid want to be from the hood so bad? Like, it, it baffles me that kids want to be from the hood, not understanding just one, how traumatizing that shit is. How much PTSD you can have from that shit? How much? How much? Like just fucking constant. You watching your back, bro. I like coming from a dude who's actually from the hood. Shout out to all my people from Yellowstone, Texas. All black, no Mexicans. Y'all know what I mean. Uh, actually, it might be a couple of Mexicans. Uh, but besides that, like you gotta fucking think about the shit, fam. We went to school in the hood. Ninth grade year, I never get ninth grade year, and we're sitting there having a fucking, like, it's fucking just fights. It's the beginning of the fucking year. It's literally the beginning of the year, and you have kids, we just sitting there fighting. I'll never forget that one of my homeboys, this motherfucker got jumped. Nobody knew who jumped him. He just comes up, he walking in front of the school, this motherfucker's nose just fucked up. Just blood leaking out his nose. And shit like that. And he was like, man, the motherfuckers jumped me. And we trying to figure out, well, who? I don't know. Like, that's not something you want to fucking sit there and be like, oh, okay. I'll never forget. I, I, I'm saying, I'm not saying anybody's name because I, I keep shit. I'm like, I, I just don't do that. I ain't got time. I ain't finna figure out who the fuck I'm talking about. But those who were there know who the fuck I'm talking about. So, you got shit like that. You got people you know and you hang with at school getting killed off key and you either know what may have transpired in the hood because or you don't know you got all of this different shit you you, you're fucking if you ain't you ain't fucking you may not be super fucking poor but you ain't fucking living you know living up a decent fucking life all this fucking shit barely got clothes might not even have this all this crazy shit and kids think the shit is cool like when you see a fucking black kid from from the suburbs, they got a nice fucking house. They got like just a house over their head. Like they ain't got to worry about certain shit. They eating well. They doing all this this shit, and they want to be like, oh, I'm 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 gangster. I'm this and that. No, the fuck you not. No, the fuck you not. You don't want to be gangster. You don't want to be from the hood. You don't want to be under any of that, fam. Like. All the all the all the dudes that I know that I would consider gangster, all these dudes have businesses, they have studios, they have all this shit. And trust me, them niggas did some shit. But they took their time out there because they realized that, bro, you can't be in the hood forever. If you're in the hood forever, what you gonna do? Die or go to jail? That's literally what it's gonna be. And to take like you taking your time out, especially when you have kids like me, I'm not. Taking my kids to the hood, but they gonna go because some of my family's still out there. But I'm not finna go out there and have them out there and be like, oh, you you from the hood? And I know you're not. You're not. You're not. You're from fucking Rosenberg. That's where you're from. If somebody asks you, hey, what hood you from? I'm not from a hood. I stay in Rosenberg, bro. That's all I can tell you. Cause you not. That's that's not you. 
I don't want you to even remotely think that's you. I don't want you to have to step into that realm. And mind you, I want all fucking black suburban kids. That don't mean that you're a so-called bitch, pussy, whatever, you know, dudes are trying to tell you. That's not that case, bro. Fighting, fighting, defending yourself, stepping up to somebody, all of this good shit. You can fucking do that shit without ever being from the hood. That's not the point that I'm making. The point that I'm making is that you, these kids nowadays want to be in that. They feel like that. And the first thing that most motherfuckers will say, oh, well, it's the music. No, it's not. It's not the music. Because if that was the case, everything that I heard on my when I was growing up in the music, I would have done that shit. I would have always wanted to be that. Bro, we listened to fucking Jeezy growing up. We listened to Wayne growing up. We listened to fucking UGK. We listened to fucking Project Pat. We listened to all these motherfuckers that's just as bad as the motherfucker. NWA. All, all of them. It's not one fucking ba- Jay-Z. I can go. It's a list. It's a list of fucking people that said just as much gangster shit as some of these kids nowadays. What shit? When I was in high school, that's when Chicago Drill really started getting big. Uh, fucking uh, fucking what's his fucking name? God damn it, I can't remember his fucking name. But he made a song, my nigga. Like it was a fucking hard ass fucking song. Like it ain't the music. It ain't the music. It's the thought of some of these these kids see shit and they think that it's cool and that it's a way to get them in a certain circle and they want to be a part of this and they want to be a part of that. It's it's the it's the man it's the fucking herd mentality of I want to be a part of some shit without creating my own idea. You have to learn to be by yourself, learn to do stuff for yourself, and create what idea you want to create. You want to be you want to be in the hood and this and that. Trust me, I can guarantee you, you don't. You don't. And the fact that the the worst the worst form of it is it's. Is black suburban kids want to be a part of the hood, want to do that because they feel they want to. It's it's one they want to be a part of something. It's two, you get you got a, a a big racial divide between our own fucking communities because we feel like oh if you from the hood you're respected or some shit of that fucking magnitude. While if you're from the suburbs, you could be a bitch, a pussy. You don't know what it feels like to be black. That that is the dumbest fucking concept that we can actually fucking invent for for our own fucking kids. Just because you are from a better, you got you grew up in a better living arrangement and all of this other shit does not make you less black. You just as black as me, motherfucker. Because if you get pulled over and they ask you for your fucking ID and you get them a hard time, you gonna have just as much a problem as I would. It ain't no fucking difference. And the fact that you think that, oh, I'm not getting the black experience if I'm not. No, motherfucker. Why would you even fucking remotely want to deal with some of the shit that people had to deal with growing up in the hood? That's the crazy part. And then, you know, sometimes parents can 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 egg that shit on and not nip that shit in the bud. Sometimes that family members do that. They don't realize they're doing it. They just, you know, living life, whatever. But now, like... You want to be able to say, look, look, like if I see, if, bro, if I seen, if my son gets older and I seen this man come to the house and he like fucking got fucking pants sagging or some shit like that, I'm gonna be like, fam, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm not gonna answer, I'm not gonna actually say, fam, what the fuck are you doing? Cause that shit gonna piss me off. But it's gonna be in the sense of, 
say, bro, let's go have a conversation. Let me have a conversation with you. I don't want, I don't want you, I don't want you to think that that conversation needs not that. First question is, why are you sagging your pants? What makes you want to do it? What let me know. Let me hear your responses because I'm gonna give you an answer to everything you fucking doing. I'm gonna give you that answer. I'm gonna let you be, I'm gonna let you know how I feel and why I say this. Why are you saying this? Why are you doing this? I'm gonna tell you. And as a as a man to his son, I'm gonna tell him, say, man, I don't, I don't want you doing that. Because that type of stuff brings a different style of energy and you don't know it. You don't know, you don't know what necessarily is happening. You just figuring like, oh, okay, yeah, no, I want, I want you to be able to 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 understand what energy you bring by creating this image of yourself. And I know a lot of people probably be like, well, why should he have to change his image? Or did I'm not telling him to change his image. I'm telling him to recognize the situation that's around him. We know how people look at us, so why would I continuously allow my child to make that make make a possibility of something going wrong? Because at the end of the day, I would rather see my child make it through life and be able to then say, you know what, I'm cool with how how I dress. It's an expression of myself. Than say, oh, my child fucking gets jumped or some shit like this because this motherfucker throws up a gang sign. Don't know what the fuck's going on. He's just doing it. No. We gotta be able to have these conversations with our kids and nip certain shit in the bud. You don't, you don't. If your if your child's not from the hood, he's not from the hood. As simple as that. It's okay. Like it's not. It's nothing bad. It's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with that. Like there's nothing wrong with wanting with being accepted for who you are. If somebody's if somebody's gonna accept you for who you are, there's no if ands or buts. Somebody's gonna accept you for who you are. And that's something you like you us as parents should always be able to teach our kids. Somebody's gonna accept you. If this motherfucker don't like you, he don't like you. That's simple as that. And it's a reason why they don't like you. It's never a reason why a person just don't like you. If a person tell you, man, I just don't like him, ain't no way in hell you don't know me. You don't know me. You have no idea who I am. You have no uh substitute of what I did before, you don't know my past lives. You don't know how many lives I lived. I could be on my 29th life right now as per as part as what the energy dispersed to. And you motherfuckers are just mad at me just because. Because I may have some shit. So this is as simple as this. You're in, you're either, you could be envious of me. You could, I could have talked to your girlfriend and you didn't know I spoke to your girlfriend. I don't know. You've never came up to me and tell me why you didn't like me. You just say, oh, I don't like him. When that's that's yeah, think about it. That's the type of shit that kids go through. Even as a that's the type of shit that kids go through, and it's only getting worse. So when they see everything on TikTok, when they see fashion on TikTok, or they see the next fucking big influencer doing this thing, or they see a friend that's following every like uh, all the fan friends are like fucking sheeps to a fucking uh one to an influencer, and they're doing everything this fucking influencer is doing. You can expect your child to start to drift into that fashion because that's how a lot of this social media and all this other bullshit does these kids. It makes them follow some shit that they don't have to fucking follow. So it's like, what? what's the point of, of, of anything when kids look at some shit and they believe it? 
this this is a gullible ass age at this point. Everything believe in everybody believe everything they fucking see on the internet without doing any proper research at all. And the sad part is a lot of the generation that grew up, we grew up in a generation where we had to do research. Yeah, we got the internet now, but best believe, remember, we had to go through books. We had to look up things of that magnitude. We had to look up encyclopedias, all this other stuff in order to you know, find information for anything. And so in order for uh, for kids to just not do any type of research whatsoever, it baffles me, especially when they want to be from the hood when they're not. And, you know, but like having a like having to think about why suburban black kids, why suburban white kids want to be from the hood so bad, it, it'll make you think. It'll make you think why, like what what's so intriguing? Because for us who come from what they call the ghetto, the hood, whatever you want to call it, projects, all of that, for us, when we hear motherfuckers say, man, I want to be from here, I want to do that, we sit there and be like, why? For what fucking reason? When all I had in my head was when I was growing up was, I ain't coming back to this shit. I love my people, but I don't love the conditions I'm in. I don't love the situation that can ar- arise from in within these conditions. I don't love any of that. As far as my homeboys, I love them to death. They're my boys. Shit, some of the boys from that shit, all my all my homeboys from fucking Grace Lane, them dudes did shit for me that I cannot take back. They helped me out when I didn't have shit. And they know who they are. Like I said, I ain't saying no names. I, I ain't that guy. But Shit, I got homeboys that are from that's all, all of us grew up in the hood. We all live out of the hood. I got homeboys that are in condos now, in this, in that. Got their own house, got businesses, got this. Guess what? All of that shit, they came from some rough spots. And I can guarantee you, if you took your time out and say it right now, and and I brought you to them, all these kids that want to be from the hood will go ask them, man. How did you do this? How did you do that? And they will tell you straight up, man, you tripping if you want to do that. You are really tripping if you want to be from the hood. Because to us, when we think of the ghetto, think of the hood or anything of that magnitude, it's not something we want to be in. And these kids are so, one, they desensitized because the shit, like, shit happens so fucking fast. Family issues. Social media don't have the will to fucking follow, uh, be a fucking leader. Instead, they want to be a follower. All four of those combinations arise, and you what you get is kids from the suburbs wanting to be black in a sense of wanting to be from the hood, per se. Not black, wanting to be from the hood, wanting to be from the projects. And my answer to my answer to how to fix this shit is first for any kid that may be at that part where they feel like they don't like they have no identity and they that this is their way of finding an identity. Everybody that if you don't know nobody in jail, I suggest you take some time out and figure it out. If you want to see the fucking uh, light of day and want to reach a certain age, I suggest you don't act like that way. Act that way at all. For another another quick fixes, parents have to get involved with their kids, man. You have to take time out. 
talk to your kids, see where they are, see what kind of ideas they got, see how they feeling. And when you see something that you just know isn't right or know, not even isn't right, I'm not going to say that it isn't right, but if you see something that you know for a fact that is um, something that may, may bring bad energy to them, may bring some some heartfelt you know situations towards them, pull them to the side. Have the conversations. Have these different ideas. Let them know what certain stuff. If they have questions, let them know. Ask them why are you what do you why are you following this trend? What makes you want want this stuff? What makes you want to do this? All of that shit. You might have to look at yourself in the mirror. It may be stuff that you're doing that makes them want to do it. It could be you. Because Lord knows at the end of the day, if a if a suburban black kid or white kid say they want to be from the hood and they go do try, go do some some hood rat shit as they would call it, I'm gonna do hood things as I keep saying on fucking shit. That shit it only turns worse for the pe- for everybody involved. How many people we got? Takashi six nine. He tried it. That man, that man, he chose he chose that route. He did what he did. He ratted them ratted them out, but he wanted to be from the hood. And I'm not just I'm not just blaming him because the motherfuckers from the hood should have known not to let a fucking kid who ain't gangster at all, even remotely in their circle. Because you knew he was gonna tell. Same as fucking who the fuck was that? The, the fucking white kid up in California. I'll never forget that fucking story. I forgot the fucking name of that white kid, but this this kid went, got jumped in with the Crips and all of this shit. I think they end up stealing or or robbing some shit and and armed robbery or some shit like that. The white kid got off because his his fucking dad and mom were fucking rich, while the black the, these black kids got fucking I want to say ten to fifteen years, all three of them. And they wasn't even the one, like, this motherfucker actually did the crime. Like, he did the crime with them. There was no if, ands, or buts. Got off with that shit. It didn't end good for anybody. He got, it ain't good for him, but look look how the other three motherfuckers. So, that's that's my true blue answer to that. Why the fuck do kids want to be, you know, do black kids, black suburban kids and white kids want to be black, like, be from the hood so fucking bad? They just don't have no fucking clue what's actually going on in the hood. That's the legit answer. But besides that, that's my last question, y'all. Y'all already know. That's the last question. We do it in two. I ain't doing no more. If I had another one, I probably would do it just to make it for it. We'd be like, give it a little special side. Look, I got a third question that needs answering. But not this time. And as far as y'all know, this has been the host with the most, Mr. Wu himself. Wu, damn underscore, I'm underscore lame. Make sure you go follow me on those platforms make sure you go follow at lame gamers podcast as well because by the end of this month there will be a new episode of the lame gamers podcast and that podcast is always a lot longer than this one this was short but the lame gamers gonna be like an hour two hours long because we be talking mad fucking shit to each other um and of course i just want to let everybody know that it has been official the upn aka ultimate podcast network has been announced i am announcing it on here today i have two to about I'm going to try to get two to three more podcasts going, which one coming very fucking soon, planning in like February, maybe maybe after that, depending on how, like after maybe after football season, I'll get that, we'll get that going. We'll get that sports podcast really, really fucking flowing. 
And um, we'll get that one. So yeah, we the Ultimate Gaming Podcast, Ultimate <laughs> Ultimate Podcast Network. It has been announced. That is the name of the network we're going with. Um, I'm really, really excited for it because it can create you know more opportunities and you know stuff like that. Um, and besides that, shit, fuck it, I'm out. <laughs>